0: This morning, debate over the severity of the Omicron outbreak as National Cabinet meets to discuss the rising number of infections. A new day of lengthy queues at testing clinics as thousands scramble for COVID tests before Christmas. Takeoff, an historic day for Qantas with the first direct flight between Melbourne and New Delhi. And the stars of Sex and the City speak about sexual assault allegations levelled against their co-star.
2: This. 7 years.
0: Prime Minister Scott Morrison has urged Australians not to panic, with new modelling suggesting up to 200,000 COVID cases a day by February. The fear is that hospitals will be overwhelmed, but health officials say the figures are potentially misleading. We'll bring in political reporter Taylor Aiken now to talk us through it. Taylor some controversial figures, but just, just as an emergency meeting of national cabinet is getting underway today.
4: That's right, Rob. Good morning. Top of the agenda of this National Cabinet meeting, the Omicron wave, which is currently sweeping right across the country. Prime Minister Scott Morrison arriving in Canberra earlier this morning for the meeting with state and territory leaders. But what is grabbing headlines today is this new modelling from the Doherty Institute predicting that without low or medium restrictions, such as density limits and masks, Australia could be on track to hit 200,000 cases a day within the next six months weeks potentially overwhelming health systems but health experts have come out this morning discrediting this research saying it has been taken out of context chief medical officer paul kelly has also moved to allay fears saying this modeling presents the worst case scenario and does not take into account public health measures that are already in place prime minister scott morrison adding it also doesn't take into account our booster program
5: Uh, The modelling that's been reported is a a, a very unlikely extreme case scenario that assumes that nobody does anything, nobody gets boosters, there are no changes that take place, no one exercises common sense
4: booster shots will also be discussed at National Cabinet with state and territory leaders pushing the federal government to speed up the booster rollout by reducing the gap between second and third doses from five months to four months. The Prime Minister says that's up to Itagi but has called on the states to keep their mass vaccination hubs open in order to ease pressure on GPs and speed up the rollout. Prime Minister Scott Morrison also saying that the government haven't ruled out making rapid antigen tests for free and also making them more widely available okay
0: thanks taylor taylor aiken reporting there in canberra well covid case numbers continue to spiral in new south wales with more than three and a half thousand new cases recorded today alone
6: paul kadak is in our sydney newsroom paul there is a huge rush for covid tests right across sydney Good morning, Rob. Yeah, that's right. Across the city, we are again seeing extensive queues that began first thing this morning. In some places, police have been brought in to try and control the traffic. After another big day yesterday that saw more than 150,000 people get tested, a mix of people who are casual contacts, have symptoms, have to get tested because of their work. But what's frustrating authorities is that so many of those people are getting tested because they have to, to be able to travel to Queensland, Tasmania, South Australia for the Christmas break. With the queues and also long wait for results that is now causing. There are calls for those states to change those entry requirements. At some sites, they've been running out of tests, backed up traffic is causing problems and staff are just exhausted from the extra hours and also working in the heat the last few days. As New South Wales records, another surge in new cases to 3,763. The number of people in hospital also rising, now 302, with 40 of them in intensive care. With reports today, the government is considering making people who are aren't vaccinated pay their own medical bills if they end up in hospital with COVID. The Transport Minister says it's all about personal responsibility. Well, there already is two classes of hospital system because you've got the unvaccinated that are there because they haven't been taking responsibility for their actions and you've got the vaccinated there who have got a, a genuine requirement for health care and sadly two more people have lost their lives a woman in her 80s who was vaccinated and a woman in her 70s who was not both had underlying health conditions Rob Paul Caddack thank
0: you it's, uh,
6: the New South Wales government is calling for
0: those requirements to be changed it is so far refusing to back down on its resistance to reimposing COVID-19 restrictions such as indoor mask wearing well, it's not just Sydney, Melbourne testing sites have been swamped again this morning as Victoria recorded 1,500 new COVID cases. Blake Johnson joins us from the Victorian capital. Blake, many sites have had to turn people away.
5: Yeah, Rob, some people were queuing at 4am, such as the pressure on Melbourne's testing sites. Already, there are a handful at capacity, a combination of so many contacts from those 1,500 cases, but also from almost everyone travelling into state, much like in Sydney, requiring a negative PCR test result. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is coming back from his Christmas holidays early for today's emergency National Cabinet meeting. He'll join the hook-up before briefing Deputy Here James Molino. Health authorities have processed a record number of tests in Victoria 92,262 and six more victorians have lost their lives to covid Hospitalisations remain relatively steady here right now there are 394 victorians in hospital of which 70 are in intensive care that is our lowest icu figure in almost two weeks and cricket fans are being reassured there won't be any change to crowd capacity for the boxing day test but spectators might be required to wear masks when they leave their seats here we are again, uh, as, we, as we run into Christmas, gearing up again for, for a number of significant surges. So we are concerned about the risk of increased hospitalisations with Omicron um, starting to really make its way into Australia. And our Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton says Christmas parties should, as much as possible, be held outside to avoid the risk
0: of transmission. Rob? Blake Johnson in Melbourne, thank you. The Queensland tourism destinations have seen bookings take a hit as interstate travellers struggle to get a COVID test in time for their flights. There are also long delays at testing clinics in Brisbane and on the Gold Coast. Almost a quarter of a million people have made their way to the Sunshine State since the border reopened. And from today, the quarantine period for close contacts has been reduced to a week instead of a fortnight. Today, Queensland is expected to reach its 90% first dose vaccination milestone. Australians looking for a quarantine-free holiday across the Tasman will have to wait until February at the earliest. New Zealand is delaying the next phase of its border reopening. It is part of a plan Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says will prevent the spread of Omicron there. Tourists from other countries will not be allowed to enter until April. COVID outbreaks have hit the AFL and NRL. At least 10 Sydney Swans players have tested positive. The squad is in isolation. It is not from a large group gathering, we're told, but several infections from various locations. Overnight, the Canberra Raiders also confirmed two players have been infected. The rest of the squad has been sent for further testing. Australian ties with India are even closer today as the first direct flight between Melbourne and New Delhi takes off for the first time. There is strong demand. The flight eradicates the need for transiting through overseas hubs. Sarah Jones reports.
3: Good morning. The first Qantas flight from Melbourne to Delhi has just taken off. On board a full flight, 280 customers, many reuniting with family for the first time in more than two years.
6: Mum had some drama with COVID overseas and I was so desperate uh, but couldn't go and the kids are, they've only been seeing them on video calls so it would be nice for them to see the grandparents.
3: Some flyers packing big, this is a Barbie doll house en route to Rituraj Dasa's three year old niece.
6: We've missed our birthdays last couple of years, so just wanted to take it this time.
3: It isn't just customers back flying. This husband and wife team are back at work for the first time since the pandemic began. We're very excited, very happy to be able to do the job that we love to do the most and reunite our people and our customers together.
1: Absolutely. It's a
3: special day, especially during Christmas and New Year. International students as well as skilled migrants from India are expected to make full use of this new flight path. Now they're able to return to Australia. This flight sold out in just a few hours but luckily for customers there's now a permanent route from Melbourne to Delhi four times a week.
0: Sarah Jones reporting. The federal and state governments have announced a $1.8 billion contract to build the tunnels for the Western Sydney Airport metro rail line. The 23-kilometre line, almost half underground, will connect the heavy rail system at St Mary's with the new airport via Orchard Hills and Luddenham. With six new stations, it is said to be the biggest urban rail project in Australian history. The three stars of the Sex and the City reboot have responded to sexual assault allegations made against their former castmate, Chris Knoth. In a statement, they praise the courage of the women who have come forward. Miley Hogan reports.
7: The women of Sex and the City have broken their silence after their former co-star was accused of sexual assault. Chris Noth, better known as Mr Big, Carrie Bradshaw's on-screen husband, is accused of sexually assaulting two women on separate occasions. The alleged victims say they were prompted to come forward with the rape allegations after seeing Noth return to the screen in the series reboot and just like that. Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon released a joint statement on social media. We are deeply saddened to hear the allegations against Chris Noth. We support the women who have come forward and shared their painful experiences. We know it must be a very difficult thing to do and we commend them for it. Chris Noth has previously released a statement categorically denying the claims. He says that the sexual encounters were consensual. The public fallout though has been swift. He has today been dropped from another television show and a bike commercial he was in was also pulled, this while Los Angeles police are investigating the alleged sexual assault claims.
0: Police believe a shooting murder in Sydney might have been a case of mistaken identity. Detectives have released pictures of a car that could have been involved in the attack. 29-year-old Mustafa Naaman was gunned down in a Hurstville car park in Sydney South on January 30. He had been at a boxing match with his friends. Police have called it a cowardly act. Another person was also shot, but he survived. Investigators are seeking the driver of a grey Porsche Macan with Queensland plates. The ruler of Dubai has been ordered to pay his estranged wife more than a billion dollars. It is the UK's highest ever divorce settlement. Much of the money will pay for their children's security and education. Here is Tegan Dolling.
2: This is the most expensive divorce case in UK history. Sheikh Mohammed is also a good friend of the Queen and the owner of Horse Stable Godolphin. Now his ex-wife Princess Haya fled to the UK in 2019 with their two children terrified for her life after she had an affair with her bodyguard. Now today a court ruled that the Sheikh has to pay his ex-wife $1 billion in their divorce settlement. She actually wanted a double that. Half of that money is going To be going towards the children's maintenance, the other half towards lifelong security. Taking a look at that budget, it means she's going to be able to spend $9 million on holidays every year, $20,000 a week for things like groceries and a nanny. And she's also going to be putting $20 million towards security every year. And that's because of fears that the Sheikh may try to uh, abduct their two children. He has got form in this. He's actually tried to kidnap two of his other daughters who tried to escape his royal regime. One of them speaking out to the media. I'm, I'm a hostage and uh, this villa has been converted into a jail. All the windows are barred shut. I can't open any window. As part of this settlement, he has to pay $500 million in cash by March. His lawyers have said that he's very much capable of making that payment. It just goes to show when rich people get divorced, it does become very expensive.
0: President Joe Biden has unveiled his COVID-19 winter plan, urging Americans to get vaccinated and to get boosted as a matter of life or death. In a speech to the nation, the US president warned the country is facing a potentially crippling winter surge of infections there.
1: And your choice can be the difference between life or death. The longer the virus is around, the more likely variants form. It may be deadlier than the ones that have come before.
0: The president also announced his government will provide 500 million free rapid testing kits. The man accused of stabbing to death, British MP Sir David Amos has pleaded not guilty to murder. Ali Habi Ali appeared before the Old Bailey in London for a pre-trial hearing. The 25-year-old allegedly attacked Sir David in October while he was meeting with constituents. He died at the scene. A trial date has been set for March next year. Protesters have clashed with police in Germany during a demonstration against COVID restrictions. About 3,000 protesters took to the streets in the city of Magdeburg. When police tried to break it up, protesters threw fireworks at them. It led to several arrests. The German government is expected to introduce new restrictions after Christmas. The Sydney fish market is gearing up for one of its busiest days of the year. From 4am tomorrow it will be a hive of activity, a 36-hour shopping marathon for the last minute rush for Christmas lunch.
5: There's the traditional Christmas favourites, whole fish like salmon, kingfish, barramundi. Um, People are being a bit more adventurous with the species they choose.
0: During the shopping marathon, the markets expect to sell more than 120 tonnes of prawns and almost 70,000 serves of a dozen oysters. Time to shake the financial markets now. The ASX is trading slightly higher this morning. It is up around four points. The Australian dollar is buying 71.5 US cents, 81 Japanese yen, and $1.5 New Zealand.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. The Australian cricket team
0: is keeping a close eye on their fast bowlers heading into the Boxing Day test at the MCG. Victorian quick Scott Boland has been called into the Ashes squad as medical cover for the group. Mitchell Stark could be rested after tweaking his back while batting in Adelaide, while Josh Hazelwood is not a certainty to return from a side strain. The beauty of
3: Australian cricket
4: at the moment is um, we've got fast bowling stocks for days. Um, I think that's a wonderful problem for the selectors in jail to have
0: Skipper Pat Cummins is also set to return after being identified as a close contact to a COVID case. Australia takes a 2-0 series lead into the third test, which is live right here on Seven. It has been a big week for Sean Abbott.
1: The old man goes hard and fast to his left and takes a screamer.
0: Just a few days after becoming a new dad, the Sixers star took three wickets against the Strikers to become the top wicket-taker in Big Bash history, 112 all up. Adelaide needed a kiss for luck to defend 147. Rashid Khan did provide a scare. He took three Sydney scalps. But some late-order hitting from Abbott and Hayden Kerr got the men in magenta over the line. They won by four wickets. And tonight, the Melbourne Renegades and Perth Scorchers go head-to-head. That is live and free on Seven and Seven Mate. Australia's Andrew Maloney has revived his world boxing title ambitions. In his first bout on home soil since 2019, Maloney put on a powerhouse display against Froilan Saladar. He won by a unanimous decision, and after a controversial no-decision world title results with Joshua Franco last year, the 30-year-old has his eyes set on super flyweight champion Kazuto Ioka. I believe
1: I'm world title calibre. I've
4: been world champion before, so I want to get back to there as soon as possible.
0: Banned former West Tigers player Tim Simona was stopped by the doctor in the third round of his pro debut against Aaron Coco. It might not have been an entirely intentional effort, but there will not be many more spectacular goals scored in the FFA Cup than this.
6: And he goes for goal! It's a spectacular strike from Matt Hatch! Gee, doesn't score bad goals, does he?
0: Matt Hatch's goal helped the Mariners to a 6-0 thrashing of Apia Leichhardt to reach the semi-finals. Arsenal's resurgence this season continues in the League Cup. The Gunners pulled out all of their tricks, thrashing Sunderland
6: 5-1. Oh, look at that from Anketia! A sensational hat-trick! Impudent finish from Anketia. even better than the last one.
0: The win puts Arsenal through to the semi-finals of the Cup. A fossil of what is believed to be the world's biggest bug has been discovered in northern England. The 300 million year old specimen is a giant millipede. It measures the length of an average car and it was found by chance on a Northumberland beach after a section of cliff fell to the shore. It would have weighed close to 50 kilograms. Yikes. Now for a quick look at the national weather. A broad trough is extending over Western Australia through the Northern Territory and into New South Wales. It's triggering showers and storms. Around the capitals, Brisbane partly cloudy in 32, Sydney 27, Canberra mostly sunny, Melbourne cloudy in 20, Hobart cloudy 18 degrees, Adelaide 27, sunny and 32 degrees in Perth, and for Darwin a possible storm and 34 degrees in the top end. That is Seven's Morning News this Wednesday, December 22. We'll keep you up to date throughout the day. I'm Robert Ovadia. Goodbye.